This is the I Love Success Podcast. I'm Peter Jurukowski, and I have made a vow to myself to help as many people as possible to achieve their dreams. Let's get started. Hi guys, welcome to the I Love Success Podcast. Today, you're going to have a new host, me. My name is Emil Johansson. I'm from Sweden. And we're going to turn the tables on Peter, and he is going to be our guest today. And we're going to ask him some questions. Peter, welcome. Thank you. Feels great to be here. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> so uh, we're going to start it off uh, right away with a pretty easy, easy question. So Peter, you started this podcast about one year ago, right? Yeah. What kind of man was you then? And what kind of man has you become through this podcast? Could you describe who, who you were right before your first uh, episode when I was going to record? How did you feel? Where were you? Yeah, so I always, like, I want to share and I want to help people to accomplish their dreams because I have had the honor of accomplishing a lot of things that I wanted to do in my life. And I think that sharing knowledge is the most important thing in the world because that's how we can make the world a better place and help other people also having the opportunity to achieve a dream of theirs. So I did that through writing, and I still do, but I, I wanted to do something different because I wanted to learn from other people and being able to sit eye to eye to them and talk to them. And the inspiration came from a guy called Brian Rose, who started London Real, a finance guy from San Diego, moved to London. His story is incredible. And I listened to his life journey and, and thought, I want to do a podcast because then I will have the chance to sit with amazing people uh, and I can share their knowledge, their message and um, try to improve the world a little bit. So that's what I've, I've done. I think today is, uh, we've done like 65 or 66 podcasts now in, in a year. And the first episode ever was a friend of mine here at WeWork in Santa Monica called Sky Christofferson. He's an Olympic athlete and world record holder. So I yeah. asked him, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this podcast. Do you want to be my first guest? And he said, yes. Uh, I didn't have um, some, any audio equipment. I didn't know anything about production or anything like that. So I asked uh, a friend of mine here at WeWork, the co-working space, and the community is incredible here. I asked him, can I borrow your speakers? And he said, yeah. So it was a small little speaker. And I thought I can put this in the middle of the table and start recording. I didn't know anything. So I tried GarageBand and tried to test it a little bit by myself. And the day of the recording, he texted me. He said, I, have a, I feel a little bit ill in my throat. And people that know me knows that if someone commits to me for I, or if I am committed to do something, I hate last minute changes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... I was so nervous, like, wow, I haven't even started and it's going <laughs> to fail because I never thought I'm going to get any other guests, right? All right, okay. So anyway, I, th I told him, no problem. We already scheduled this. It's important that you come. It's going to be great. He showed up and uh, I asked a friend of mine who, who knows audio, Malik, I said, can you come and help me to make sure everything is going to be correct? And he came and he brought another friend called Toby. And they actually had audio equipment because they are sound guys. They're really good oh. at that. So they came with the sound equipment. They helped me out. And uh, that's how it started. 
I still work with those guys and I'm, I'm so grateful for that. And that first episode turned out really, really good because of Sky is such a great speaker. Yeah. And he has done so much. And that was the start of a one-year journey until now. And during this year, meeting all these people, there's a couple of things that I've learned. First of all, if you put good out in the world, it will come back to you in some way. That's what happened to me that day. I, I didn't even know anything about recording, but all of a sudden I, ha I had two producers <laughs> producing my show for free just because they, he liked me, Malik yeah. liked me. I apparently had done some good for him in some way. He wanted to help. And I've seen this with all the guests. Most people that I ask to come on the show, if I get the chance to, to look them in the eyes and, and tell them about my mission, which is to help 10 million people in 10 years to achieve their dreams, they say yes. And I don't care about 10 million people or 1 million or 100 million. It's not important. Every person counts for me. But this is a big number for me that makes me wake up in the morning and do something really, really good. Yeah. And I want to improve. So I learned that if you put good out in the world, it will come back to you first. The second thing I've learned is that meditation is key. And I've learned that you, ha you should not be afraid of having really, really high goals that people will laugh at. I've learned that pain is e equals motivation in the right way. I learned that pressure makes you grow. I learned that pain is something that you will have to go through if you want to accomplish something. And I learned so much more, but that's just a couple of things that on top of my mind. Yeah. If, if you could go back to yourself now, one year, so we can jump in a time machine and go back to the Peter that was just going to record his first episode. What, what kind of... Tips would you would you give recommendation? Would you give him like uh, now that you have uh, learned so much along the way? If you could help yourself speed up yeah. in the first episode, what would you have said? I think confidence. Now I speak with much more confidence, which makes the conversation better. Yeah. But I think it would be hard for me to be that person then because I hadn't the experience and. Uh, that's why it's so important to get started with things because you gain experience yeah, and okay. you don't have to know everything. You just have to start and then somehow it will work out. And uh, I think this is just the beginning. I, I don't care about doing a podcast or writing. I care about spreading a message and share people's stories so other people can improve their lives. Yeah. If it's through a podcast or a blog post or meeting someone in person or doing a documentary or whatever it is, it's nothing, the medium is not important. It's important how can you get into a person's mind and make them want to change their own life to something good. This journey that you have uh, begun, you had, a, you had a very specific goal, right? Like helping 10 million people in 10 years. Yeah, that right? started, I, I, like my mission, like I think it's important to have a mission. Yeah. Uh, whatever you do, uh, even if it is as a parent, What's my mission? What do I want to do uh, or as a human being? And my mission was to help as many people as possible to accomplish their dreams. And then I, on my podcast, I went to Encinitas and met with Mark Devine, which is a Navy SEAL commander yeah. and very cool guy. And 
his mission was to help 10 million people. And then he said, why can't you do that? And I thought about it. It's like, I wrote a book about goal settings and I know that a goal needs to be specific. And here I am having a mission, help as many people as possible, which is kind of bullshit because it's no, it's how, how do I measure that? Yeah. So I thought like 10 million, like I'm from Sweden. In Sweden, we have less than 10 million people. This is, for me, this is a very big goal. It, mean, it means if I can accomplish this, I can help more people than the population of the country where yeah. I was born in. Yeah. And I think that's, that's crazy. That's crazy cool. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to put it out there and I'm going to do my best. Yeah. But as I said, the number is not important. Every person is important. Every person that I meet, it's important that I can be a good person and show up in the world with a smile as much as I can, even though life is tough. And that's what I aim for. And hopefully I can reach more than 10 million. How, how do you... Do you have uh, a coach? How, wh where do you find like tactical inspirations from nowadays? That's why I have a podcast, right? Yeah. I get free advice from the best people <laughs> in the world. Uh, and I think that's that's the best way of doing it. And then I ask people, like I've asked you for advice. I'm working on my new book. I ask you for advice because I thought that you would have something good to say and you actually did. And I've learned to not ask many people for advice. Very few people I ask for advice unless I know that I trust them. Because getting advice from people that don't know what they're talking about can a lot of times be bullshit. Because yeah. it can make you not grow your idea. No, you can never do that. And yeah, of course, if you ask someone that's had never started a business or never started a podcast uh, or never written a book say, I want to write a book. They go, no, you can't do that because how are you going to publish it? What's going to happen next? Uh, and then it's going to be very difficult. But if you ask someone that has done it, yeah. it's not that difficult anymore. And that's how important it is to ask the right people for advice. Yeah. And even if you're from a small city, I'm from a small city. I didn't know people who wrote a book. I didn't know people who started a podcast. But we have a, a very great thing right now in our century called internet where you can find most information if you use it wisely instead of just uh, browsing on Instagram and Facebook all the time yeah um, so that's that's what I've, I think uh, I try to like try to invite guests that I want to learn from I try to talk to people that I think are great and what they do try to read try to use YouTube and uh, that's it I want to find someone that has come that is 5, 10, 15 years ahead of me uh, can help me even more. Yeah. But I'm not there yet. I have a couple, but I don't have one person that can say, this is the journey that I want to take. But hopefully. Uh, you, you're getting, you have been getting some good advices through your podcast. Uh, is there some advices that has resonated more with you for some different reason? Like, do you have one or two good advices that resonated very well for you? Maybe because you were in a particular uh, spot in your life but like do you have any advice that's really have sticked with you yeah I think no no dream is too big I think that's something that really empowers me and also meditation like I said before I think to be centered you know because 
as an entrepreneur, as an athlete and actor and even a regular employee, you, sometimes you want to fly, right? I want to fly with what I do. But you also need to find a way to get centered. Yeah. Because if you fly and never take a, a pit stop to maintain your engine, to rest, relax, recover, have some fun, you will end up crashing. And um, but when, you, when I look at you from afar, I see you as some kind of like producing machine. You've written like four books. That is my four. You, you, you get a lot of stuff done. Have you always been this way? Or is, 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 are you born with it? Or is it something you have like learned? Or what, why? Because, okay, there are a lot of great people out there. Super good people. They, they know stuff. But when it comes to producing, it seems like you really get stuff done. Why is that? What's, what's the thing that you think is your edge? Like, I think it all started when I didn't have any friends, you know. And maybe I, I felt like if I do something, people will like me. And if I accomplish something, people will uh, give me attention. So I think, honestly, it started like that. But then it has changed. Um, and now, like during this development has been something that my word is very important to me. So if I tell you something, if I tell you today, Emil, in 10 years, we'll meet on the Great Wall of China on this and this position on the GPS. If I tell you that today, I don't have to see you for 10 years. I'm going to be there. Yeah. That's how important tell my word is to me. And I, I start telling all these things to myself. I, I want to do this. Uh, for example, when I was an athlete, I was the worst like in the national team. But I told myself, I can do this. I want to do this. So I worked harder than everybody else. Uh, and when you work hard, even if you kind of suck, you, you have to become good. Yeah. So I think what it is, is that I, I have that belief system that to become good at something, especially as uh, a person like me who, who don't have the talent. And I mean, what is talent? Talent sometimes is very bad for you because it will give you a, a sense of that you can slack and which will make you worse because then crazy people like me who don't have any friends yeah. or, or is fat or small or whatever it is, they will outwork you. Yeah. And that's basically what happens. And now I'm, I'm blessed that I have read a lot about self-development and develop as a person. So now I, I love who I am too, because it's very dangerous to just do things, to do it, because there's no reward at the end. Um, and I, I know this kind of sucks to, to tell you guys this, but the reward is more like the journey. And everybody says that. And I know it sounds like a cliche or whatever, but I like, Writing a book or becoming a world medalist or starting a business is all cool things. But I think it's more cool for people that meet me. Oh, you wrote a book. For me, it's like I did this because I wanted to do one thing and now I moved on. I'm on yeah. to the next thing. I want to help people. I'm not, I'm not even going to pat myself on, on, on the back for doing that. Uh, you might think it's cool, but what it really is, it's to have a system, to set a goal, to make sure you do it every day, small steps, and then you'll get there. 
in different layers. Someone will become the next Zlatan or the next Tony Robbins or the next Madonna or whatever. And someone will become the local guy that plays music or does lectures. But it's all great because you created something that wasn't there. Yeah. And that's cool. Well, that's, that's really inspiring. We have to uh, wrap this up. It's been like an honor and really interesting just to have this opportunity to talk to you and listen to you. You are, as a, as a person, you are very humble. And, and, uh, but uh, when, you, when you hang out with you, you know that you're not wired like everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> you have your own uh, agenda and you push uh, really hard. So, uh, final question. Where do you think you will be in 10 years? And I'm not, uh, like, not in result-wise, but is there something, like, do you have a, like, a picture or something of who you want to be when you're all grown up? Yeah, so I love warm places. So what I, like, my ideal day would be that I wake up next to my wife, I give her a kiss uh, on the cheek or on the mouth, depending on, <laughs> depending on if I have been nice the day before. And I'll, I'll walk in and see maybe my kids are still sleeping and I'll, I'll go out and look out over the ocean. I grab my training clothes, maybe run on the beach, maybe do some martial arts, meditate, jump in the cold water, go home just to wake up my wife, my kids, and then get started with the day. And um, I want to have a life that I can dictate and not someone else. I don't want to be, I don't want to, I want I don't want money to be an issue in my problem. I don't have to be a billionaire, but I, I want to be able to control my time, control my life and to give. And, um, that's basically it for me. If I, if I can wake up like that every day, I think that's, that's great and feel like I'm actually being nice to the people that I meet, that I, I'm not forgotten who I am, um, that I have respect for everybody, no matter if you're a billionaire or if you're homeless today, doesn't matter for me. What matters is that I can look you in the eye and say hello and that we can share that moment. And hopefully, if you're not in the position you are in right now, hopefully we can find a way, or you can find a way, I can do it, that, to change your life. And to be appreciative, even if this will never happen, to appreciate, even if I end up, I don't say it's bad, but even if I end up cleaning toilets, which is every job is respectful, that I can do it as a champion and be grateful in that because I think that's difficult to be to accomplish everything you want and be happy about it that's easy but to don't get what you want and to still say okay I'm not in the position I, I am in my life right now but at least I can smile you know and I think that's it yeah, yeah. so uh, thank you for doing this yeah thanks man thank you I really want you to focusing on becoming a winner. And what does that even mean? Becoming a winner, not only on a competition or in your career, 
a winner of life. Uh, I usually, I sometimes when I walk around, I say, "Champione od život." I go around and, and visualize myself. And "Champione od život." I'm from original from Macedonia, and that means a winner, winner in life. And I remind myself of that because a winner in life for me is someone that stands up for his or her opinions, is doing the right thing, and it's okay not winning all the time. Person who wins all the time, for example, is probably not living up to the highest expectation. You should, you should put yourself in a situation where it's really hard and you should learn from those. And being a winner is also about doing the work of a winner constantly for a long, long time. It's also about being true to yourself, if you're in a situation where you know like, hey, I could win here if I cheat or I could, I could do harm to this person and, and, and it could benefit me in my life, but is that really what I wanna do? Is that the way of a winner? And I choose the word winner now because most of you can relate to that. It could also be, you know, a great human being, a martial artist, which I try to embody. I think these are the traits of a martial artist, you know, being disciplined, being loving, being decisive, showing up when it's a hard time and face the truth when people don't believe in you. A lot of times at work, with family, with friends, uh, we, we tend to try to do things that we think are right for us or we do them to make somebody else happy without, you know, really doing what's best for us and eventually will be best for the others as well because it's, that's what makes you happy. Anyways, what I, what I want to talk about, like I've had, I, I really want to, there's people in my life that I respect and if they ask me to do something, I usually do it. Sometimes I do it even though I don't want to do it and it really doesn't affect them but it affects me because I want to show that I'm there, but I go against my own principles. And I recently did that. And I realized I can't do that anymore. You can help others. You can be there for them. Uh, you can support others' ideas. But if it's not aligned with what, what you need to be happy, to perform, and to, to go after your dreams, then... Don't do it. First of all, for people who doesn't know, the definition of a goal is a written down dream with a deadline. So if you haven't heard me say this before, a goal is a written down dream with a deadline. Simple as that. You gotta write down your goals. You gotta write down your goals and why it is important to you. Why are you even doing this in the first place? Because a lot of times we write down goals like I want to be a millionaire or, you know, I want to win this competition or I want to want to get married. And then when, when we start asking ourselves why, 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 and really, really go deep on that, we might realize that there's there is no why because we heard it from somebody else or it's it's society that is have, you know, conditioned us to believe that that's something that we want. Uh, but I want you to have big goals if that's important to you. But I also want you to have 
a big fucking reason why you're doing it. And it could be selfish. Uh, what I've learned is if it's unselfish, it will probably be easier to achieve uh, because when you involve other people in your process, it's actually easier. It's more fun. It's more motivating. And yeah, nobody, like we've heard those stories of moms, like their, their kid is stuck under under a car or under a tree or and they lift the tree because they have that strength right because it's for their their baby and they wouldn't have that strength if it were just you know something something else or or themselves even maybe so that that part of being bigger than yourself i think that helps a lot so first of all write down your goals and uh, once you've written down your goals and have a deadline on them, figure out, you know, why is this really important to me? Ask yourself that question over and over again. And if you don't have a good answer to that, uh, you might want to change what you're doing or at least keep questioning it for a while. And if you can't figure out an answer, I think that's... I don't, I don't know what I think about that. I don't think that's so good to be honest with you because we we do things for different reasons right and i want you to have some good reasons in your life because i want your life to be you know beautiful and uh, enjoyable and i mean we love to have a little bit more more time because time is i mean time is of the essence man we're seeing uh, we let's get real here yeah, my friend told me this as well. Victor, uh, shout out to you. Like sometimes we, we think about our, our families and like, oh, uh, my father is almost 70 or my mom is 60 now. And, and we, oh, we have time. They're, they're going to live for hopefully, you know, uh, 30, 40 more years. And we're like, we're going into this amazing technology age. So they might be able to live even longer but even let's say if it's, if it's 30 years and like, just ask yourself, how often do you, do you see your family? If you're in the same town, like even if you're in the same town or if you live in another country or another town, maybe you go, go there two or three times per year and 30 times, even if, even though you think you have 30 years, if you see them twice a year, that's only 60 times more where, where you can spend with your with your parents 60 times. And I mean, how many, how many, when you're actually there, like how many hours are you spending with them? I mean, if it, let's say it's a couple of days, it's not that many, it's not that many days. Let's talk about Christmas and the holidays. You might have 20, 30 holidays tops, even less with the family you love. So the time is now and it, it, it won't get better. It won't get, you know, how, how, do, I, how do I express it? Yeah, time, time is fucking now, dude, or dudette. Um, and just, just take advantage of that and be, be grateful, be, be happy. Let's talk about feelings for a moment. Feelings are a lot of times come from fear or, or the unknown. So you let your fears, uh, you let your feelings take over. And if you look at the best 
of the best, the pros, the performers in the world, they don't act on feelings all the time. I don't feel like working out or I don't feel like uh, writing this extra page or I don't feel like going to school. I don't feel like going to work today. Fuck that. People that are professionals, and pardon my language, by the way, it just feels better sometimes to, to, be, to be honest about it because we, 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 all, we all curse sometimes. The pros, they're committed to something and they go out and do it. You know, they're out there no matter what. And, and believe me, that's hard. I've, I've been at competitions where I've been fighting a world champion and I, I think I, th- I remember the first time I was selected to go to the junior European championships. I think it was back in 2005 or something like that in Thessaloniki, Greece. And my first, my first fight was with a guy called Rafael Agaev. And he, he's, I mean, he's still competing. He's the best of all time. But at that time he was a junior just like me but a European, and I think he was a world champion at, at the same time. I really didn't know that. I just saw that he was pretty good. And at that time, you know, I knew in a way that he was much better than me and that most likely he was going to win. But I decided that I'm going to put up a fight and I'm going to do everything I can to, you know, win. And if I can't win at least perform to the best of my abilities. Because isn't that a win? You know, if you're competing with people that are much better than you and if you perform to the best of your abilities, isn't that a true win? In, I mean, in weightlifting, you have your personal best. In running, you have it. Uh, but in, in life, sometimes we, it's hard to measure what is performing at the best of your abilities. Either way, the fight went on and... You know, I, I lost, I lost big time. I think I lost fairly quickly, but I put on a fight and I can see in his eyes that he respected me and I respected myself. And the great thing was that I competed for Sweden and my, my native country of Macedonia, their team came and the coach said, Hey, you're a real fighter. And he told one us, one of his uh, team students, you know, or or teammates, give him a shirt. So I got that Macedonian shirt. I think I I still have it somewhere. And that was my favorite shirt because it represented something in me that I was proud of. It represented me doing my best even when it was hard, even when I knew that I most likely would lose. Fast forward many years later, I became a champion. I won a lot of fights. You know, I, I became a champion of my own, own mindset. I managed to create a great life and, and go after my dreams. And, you know, we face challenges every day. But if you always listen to the feeling, it feels hard. Of course, it's going to feel hard. A dream is going to stretch your goals. And we can talk about that pretty easily. If you want to become let's say, an amazing podcaster like Tom Bilyeu, for example. I, I had him on the show, uh, episode 201, or Dave Asprey, episode 200. If you want to be, be like them and you know, impact so many people, you know, what would you do? Would you ask somebody that had never had a podcast, hey, uh, how, what do you think about me starting a podcast? 
or would you start researching these people? What are they doing? Maybe you can get in touch with them like I did, uh, but it took a very long time, but you can read their articles. There's so many articles on how Joe Rogan did it and so many other people. And for them, of course, if you ask them, is it hard? Does it, how does it feel? They're gonna give you the path on how to get there. If you ask somebody that has never started a podcast and for them it sounds like a lot of work, it's gonna feel hard just like it does for you right now and most likely you're just gonna continue with your day. And honestly, this is so sad for me. I, I see people all the time that is that are you know, trying uh, to pump themselves up with the dream and then this, they start giving themselves reason on why not to do it. And, you know, there's always a reason why not to do it. Life, life is too short. And let's talk about the gap for, for a while. So the gap is the difference between where you are now and where you want to be. When you have a dream, you're going to realize that there is a gap. Most likely, if you're challenging yourself, there is a huge gap. For example, when I decided to start my podcast, zero people to 10 million. That's a big, big gap. Or when I decided I wanted to become a world medalist and I couldn't even, uh, had an, it in, I think I had won one local competition. It's, it's a huge gap. And, and that gap is scary and uh, it makes you nervous and it makes you uh, paralyzed basically it makes you stop doing things it, it, it makes you fear afraid of talking about it it it, it gives you all that the world and and the universe not the universe but the world and your mind will give you all the reasons why not to do it until you get started until you get started so you, you should plan and you should set goals and you, do, you should do all of those things. Check out the goal book. Uh, it's on Amazon, on my website, ilovesuccess.co. You can get two chapters for free and you get the whole roadmap. Maybe we'll do a show about set, how you actually set great goals. And, but really doesn't matter. Uh, the most important thing is to start the action, to start getting there. And for most things, it's, it's rather, rather simple. Never set a goal unless you plan on doing something today to get closer to it. For example, I decided I'm going to start a podcast. What was the next step? Yeah, decide when is the first show due because a dream is good, but a goal is a written down dream with a deadline. So... Let me tell you that one more time. A goal is a written down dream with a deadline, which means you have to have a deadline. So I had a deadline for when my first show was going to be recorded and I didn't know shit, which is quite interesting, right? There's a huge gap, but I had made a decision. And a pro compared to an amateur does what? He doesn't act on his feeling of feeling small, of being shit scared. He, is that a word? Shit scared? I don't know. <laughs> Either way, uh, he, he just makes that commitment. I did make that commitment. I, I spoke to my, my neighbor at WeWork, Eric, and said, hey, can I borrow your mic because I'm recording a show? Then I asked Sky, another, another guy at WeWork who was an Olympian, do you want to be my first guest on my show? He said yes. 
And here, I had a scheduled date and I had a microphone. I didn't even know that you needed a software to record, but that, that's a whole nother story. Uh, the day is coming. I think it was a Sunday. I wanted to be do it when there was no one in the office because, again, I was so nervous. And I mean, it doesn't really matter if you want to do things when nobody's watching. I think that's great. Like if you, if you don't have the confidence yet to show the world what you're doing, you know, work work on it. Work it in your garage or work secretly, but believe in yourself. Believe that you you can do it. Here I was, the day came, I got a text from Sky saying, hey, I have a sore throat, can we postpone it? And like, no, we can't postpone because my show is due in a couple of days. And the, sec the second, uh, uh, I mean, he responded, okay, let, let's do it, I'll do it. And then the funny thing and something that makes me so grateful about life, I had made a commitment. I've decided I'm going to do this. And when you truly make a commitment, I promise you the universe or whatever you want to call it is going to give you hints and help to, to accomplish what you want to do. So what happened to me is that one of my great friends, Malik, who knows a lot about audio and I think he's in technical engineer, or I don't know what, what it's called, but he brought another friend who had this amazing equipment and software, and, and I didn't even ask for it, but they came and they started recording the podcast for me. And hence today, 238 episodes later, I'm still working with Toby. Shout out to you, my man. You're the, you're the guy that has helped grow this show and you're, you're always around, you're always helping out. So thank you so much. And that was just universe way of rewarding me because I made a decision. You know, the first, I think two or three months, I decided to do one show every other week, bi-weekly, and everything was supposed to be in person. And then after three or four months, I said, I'm gonna release one show weekly. I did that for up to, I think episode 173. Then this pandemic hit and I didn't know what to do. Should I stop recording? Should I, because I always wanted to do it eye to eye, uh, in person, or what should I do? No, I, I found a new way. I was doing it through Zoom for the past year or so. I think we're going back to, you know, in person soon, which I'm super grateful for. Uh, and, and I mean, last year, I think I released 70 shows or something instead of 52. I just, just keep leveling up and learning. I mean, am I growing every month? No. Sometimes I go, go down in downloads and I feel like, oh, what am I doing? I, I've been doing this for so long and I, I'm going down in downloads. But then I, I keep pushing through and I come back and I come back stronger than than ever and I'm helping more and more people. I've had people reaching out to me from Sweden, Dubai, Australia, Germany. I mean, it's it's incredible to have listeners, I think in 40, 50 countries now. And all of that just happened because I made the decision to go out and try, to do it, to don't ask for like the feeling of that I can't do it. That's it. And how did a dream start for me doing a podcast? Because of London Real. I love that show with Brian Rose. Shout out to you. Uh, I know a lot of people have listened to his show and many other shows and had the dream of doing making their own show. But they just didn't because it, did, it 
felt felt that they couldn't do it. And here I'm giving you permission and say, hey, whatever it is that you want, there is a chance that you can actually accomplish it. A big chance. But you got to get started and you got to get out of your feelings and realize that there is a gap. And how do you bridge a gap? You do it step by step and that's it. So now for me, everything that I, 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 I do in my life, my goal is to take at least three steps every day towards you know, my, my big gap. And I know three steps a day is 1,000 steps a year, 10,000 steps in 10 years. And I know for sure if I do that, that I'm going to get some type of traction. And I'm seeing it in my life. You know, Am I exactly where I want to be? No. Is my life much better than I would have man- imagined? Yes. Am I healthy right now? Yes. Am I happy right now? Yes. So what else do you want? If you're struggling right now, if you're unhealthy, if you've been sick, just want to say, I love you. You don't have to compare your goals with anybody else's. A small goal for you might be a big goal for me in reverse. You're not competing against me. You are here to do your own thing. And whatever that is, go for it. We're here to support you. Please reach out to me uh, if I can help in any way. There are no sacrifices, only choices. There are no sacrifices, only choices. As a former athlete, I, I always got the question from a lot of people, like, hey, how does it feel to, 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 to give up all these things, parties with friends and, and weekends and all of these things that were so-called sacrifices? And I, I, to be honest with you, I looked, at, I looked on it as sacrifices. You have to sacrifice in order to achieve. It's all about sacrificing. But I read an article where an Olympian uh, answered the same question. He said, everybody asking me of all my sacrifices and... To be honest with you, there are no sacrifices, only choices. You make choices that are aligned with your key values, and then you don't look back, like they said in Fast and the Furious. So it's actually quite quite simple. You make decisions, and then you don't look back. If there's something wrong, you adjust on the way. And again, there are no sacrifices because... If you want to do it, you're going to do it. If you don't want to do it, you're going to make another choice. Simple as that. Don't talk, don't self-talk and try to sabotage by saying, oh, I have to sacrifice. No, you make choices, own that and own your choices. And whatever that is, that's important to you, not for anybody else's journey, your journey, then you'll, you'll make those decisions and you'll enjoy it. Number four, this, this is a big one for me that I'm working with hard and that is concentrate on what you can control forget the rest concentrate on what you can control and forget the rest i think a couple of years ago what happened in my life was that i decided to take full responsibility and accountability for everything that happens in my life even though i felt like it wasn't my fault even though i felt like I could blame somebody else. But once I made that decision to take full responsibility, full accountability to everything, my life changed completely in the positive direction. I stopped focusing on things that I couldn't control and I was very, very focused on what I can control. So remember, whatever goal, dream you have, 
don't look on the thing, don't look at the things that you can't control. Look at what you can do on a daily basis to move forward. And, and don't worry, don't worry about the outcomes or uh, what you can't control. Just just let that align. And I promise you, if you do that wholeheartedly, just focus on what you can control and show up in the world uh, as amazing as you are, then you'll 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 start reaping the rewards and life will be incredible. Not maybe in the at once. You have to trust the process and also be aware that a lot of people around you will blame, and they won't. They really want you to be on the same page with them. For example, if there's a competition, a lot of times in karate there was new new mats where you compete, and they were so slippery. So we went around like hours before the competition. It's like, oh, it's so slippery, so slippery, and kind of gave us an excuse. If we lost, it was because the new, the mats were new, but it was the same for everybody, right? Maybe it wasn't the prettiest fight, but the smartest fighter would still win. The same goes for the biz- for business. If you always blame the competition or the market or the world we live in today or whatever it is, they might be all great reasons, but not going to help you to, to, to reach where you want. So just say, okay, and now what? What's the next step? So that's very simple. Concentrate on what you can control and forget the rest of life. And I've always been on, on the move, like writing books, being an athlete, moving, traveling, you know, having fun, meeting people, starting a podcast, uh, getting into real estate, whatever it is, I've always been on the move and I'm very much self-motivated. And the question is, do we need coaches? Do we need external motivation? Yes. Do we need external inspiration? Yes. Do we need YouTube podcasts, all of this amazing things to help us? Yes. But at the end of the day, if you want to reach the goal you're setting up for yourself, it's important that you find a way to be self-motivated and, and do the work, not because someone tells you to do it or expect it from you. You do it because it's important to you for some reason. I don't know what that reason is. The, everybody's talking about what's your why. And that's what you need to figure out. Why are you even doing this? Why are you starting a company right now? Is it just to be rich? Who do you want to help? Why, 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 why? Ask yourself that question until you get, get to the bottom of it. And until it makes you so self-motivated that you are ready to do the work when no one's watching for many years until the until you can reap the fruits uh, of your labor you know and uh, until you can enjoy what what you have accomplished and still enjoy it in the moment and enjoy the journey and that we're going to talk about that again but it all goes back to i am self motivated and you need to be that to find a way to be self motivated number 7 even though we are different, I can understand your story, so please share it with me. Even though we are different, I, I can understand your story, so please share it with me. A lot of times, you know, we meet people that we think are so, so different from ourselves. They're from a different country, they look different than us, they have different values, 
they do things that, that annoys us or whatever it is. Every time that happens, this, this is actually from Paulo Coelho, uh, one of the most amazing authors. And uh, I, I read this, I'm rereading The Alchemist right now. And I think it was in the, in the preface, in the pre-word. So uh, I just love that because even though we are different, we can understand each other's stories. And a lot of time you'll realize when you actually start asking a person like, hey, what, what do you dream about? What is important to you? What's your story? You, you realize that the person that you were annoyed with or, or thought that you didn't have anything in common with are now a person that you can relate to and understand. And who knows? Most likely you're not that different. Most likely both of you want to be loved, have a good life, you know, accomplish a dream or two and, and create a family or whatever that, that might be. So connect with people in business environments, in personal environments, in the coffee shop, you know, it's a different world out there now. And we're kind of this past year, we're seeing it. People are turning their back against each other to, to not get, you know, uh, COVID or any diseases or we are worried, we're constantly concerned. And uh, I think that will change a, a lot. And, and I mean, it, it's important that we get connected again as a society and that we start, you know, open our hearts to each other and, and seeing each other. And uh, there's a, a lot of people that are lonely and we all feel lonely at some time. So spread the love and uh, try to understand people. Sometimes we meet a negative person and then we say, why are you so negative? And they don't know what we're talking about because that's how they view the world. One tool that I'm thinking about that has always served me has yeah. been gratitude. It's just the universe asking you, how bad do you fucking want it? Do you want it or do you don't want it? It comes as failure, but it's actually a question. For me, you can see the real winners of life, how they act in failure. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you're constantly negative towards yourself, no matter how much success you achieve with mm -hmm. other people's view, mm -hmm. you, you can't be happy. We don't look to be perfect because perfect is boring. It's okay to be human. Start reframing. Instead of, I got to do this, I get to do it. Hi, and welcome back to the I Love Success podcast. Before we get started, I just want to say thank you for deciding to listen to this episode. Thank you for making a conscious decision to be open to learn and improve in order to lead a better life. And even though I have a big mission to help at least 10 million people in 10 years to achieve their dreams, right now, you are the most important person to me. I get so many questions about having a positive mindset from listeners from all over the world. So I decided to dedicate a special episode just to mindset. And to be honest, what I have found is that the one thing that is stopping most people from achieving what they want is mindset. In this episode, we will talk about mindset and answer the most important questions that most people struggle with. I hope that this episode can help you to get closer to the life you want to live. And to make this show more interesting, I have once again invited my close friend, surfer and podcast junkie, Adam Weber, 
to help me make this show great. Adam Weber is an entrepreneur currently working on his app Callcast, a simplified way of recording and publish podcasts for people just like you who wants to create content and share it with the world without needing to know all the technical stuff. Thank you, Adam, for being part of this show. Without further ado, let's go. And I'm turning the tables on you, Adam, here to help me today. Well, I love being here with you, Peter. Any chance to uh, spend some time with you and have a deeper conversation about life and meaning and all those kind of deep, mushy stuff, I think is really, really awesome. Really a special treat for me. So Thank you. um, Yeah, and I mean, I truly appreciate you doing this. And we've known each other for a couple of years now. You, You truly grown a close friend of of mine and I truly admire that you're putting yourself out there and doing great work so once again hats off to you I appreciate that so yeah today's topic mindset yeah um, kick off and tell me first to begin why why is mindset an important topic for you why did you want to start here and have this conversation about mindset today so I've, I've received a lot of questions from people about mindset and they're a lot of people are struggling with that. And I meet a lot of people that always tell me, why are you always so happy? Or why are you having so much energy? Like it's something that I was born with. There's a process and a system to have a good mindset, which I've learned kind of the hard way. And I mean, we're sitting here, it's 7 p.m. on a Friday night. We're both tired, having headache. Camilla is tired, uh, who's, doing, who's the producer of this show. Thank you so much. And we're all tired. We have a little headache. And we, like, people are home with their families now. And we're here doing this because we want to share. And I think that shows that right now in this moment, mindset do matter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Let's hop into what does positive, having a positive mindset mean to you? To have a positive mindset is not to have, let's start what, it, what it's not. It's not to have everything figured out. It's not to be in the perfect situation in your life or have all the answers. A positive mindset in my world is to want to go after something and to do that wholeheartedly and know that you're gonna lose sometimes and know that it's gonna hurt a lot of times, but still wanting to do that. And I've I've taught a lot about mindset because I look at myself and in the stage I'm in in my life right now, I I see myself as as a man with a positive mindset and it's not because I think everything is fun. It's because I see the bigger picture. Why am I doing these things? And that helps me a lot. Hmm. So that leads itself to a really interesting question, which is how do you cultivate a positive mindset when you are stuck at that job that you don't want to be there at that present time, day in, day out, or whatever? You know, How do you, what are the tools that you would rely on to to bring a better positive mindset for yourself? I mean, for me, it's very interesting because when I look at it, it's about where where do you want to go? And I try, when I'm in a situation that I don't like, let's say many times in my career as an athlete, 
I wanted to be a champion and I saw everybody lining up for the finals and I wasn't one of them. It's very hard to have a positive mindset in that moment when you train so hard and then you go back and it feels like you're starting over. For me, I had to go back to visualize. I want to be that winner. I want to excel in this area and truly see myself doing that. And I think it could be in any field. Like when, when you see that, let's say surfing, that you, you're a big fan of, like you get smashed by a wave after wave after wave. What makes you go in there again? Um, is it that you visualize the feeling of having that, of catching that wave? Or like how, how, what's your process in that situation? Yeah, uh, surfing for me, as you've seen, has been a really fascinating journey. Uh, because I started, you know, just a few years ago with you, group of guys, let's all go out and surf together. And you get your first little tiny taste of a wave. And for me, I got hooked that moment. Yeah. But then it became a really long journey of getting beat up, you know, yeah. over and over again, of constant embarrassment because you look like a fool in front of all these other people yeah. who are sitting there in the water who have been doing it for years and years and years. And they get to, watch you tumble and fall and, and you do everything wrong. It's like one of those things that you can't read a cheap book and, and skip ahead. It's got to, you got to go through the lessons yeah. and pay the price. But when you do something in life where you are paying the price, you know, getting beat up over and over and over again, but you see that small little incremental improvement, yeah. it feels amazing, you know, uh, it's probably, as you know, through your competition in, in, in athletics and karate and stuff, you know, the, the things that are the hardest earned feel the best when you, when you finally get to that place, you know? Yeah. So if you, if you pay the ultimate price and get beat up by something, you stick with it, it has the sweeter reward. So yeah. getting on a wave and actually being able to ride it and just stay up on that wave on a clean face is a feeling like I've never felt before, you know? Yeah. And it's all worth it then, right? It's all worth it for me. Yeah, yeah it brings so. me so many, so many, so many different things that... Yeah. And I mean, now when we, when we hear this, we all have that moment in our life. And I think that's, it's two things why we keep going when it's hard to not have a positive mindset. First of all, it's love, okay? Why am I really doing this? I am passionate about karate, right? I want to be a winner. I want to excel in my life. And the second thing is, I'm actually trying, I, I believe that it's gonna get better. Mm. My belief is that it's yeah. going to get better. And once we have those, those things in our life, then it's worth to do it. Right, right. One thing I personally, would find interesting um, talking to you, especially as you do life coaching and work with people. Um, I think for some people, they, it seems like, whether you know or not what's going on, they've always just have that positive mindset, meaning like they get presented with an experience in life. And instead of choosing to read that experience as a negative, they always find, you know, something more positive to, to frame that experience as a way to talk about it, use language about it, right? There's different ways you can say something happened to you and you can use positive language or negative language, right? Yeah. And so for you, as you were talking about um, 
tools that you use for your life in order to be cultivating a positive mindset. Yeah. You talked about envisioning your life and where you, where you want to be and where you want to go. What about in terms of like the day to day? Do you ever catch yourself like talking about an experience or something that's happened to you and you're paying attention to the words you're using? Is it, am I coming off negative and trying to correct those and put a more positive way to frame those? Yeah. And in, in terms of like the language we use and how we choose to de describe the world around us, does that become the framework in which we see the world? And then Does that make sense? Kind yeah, no, I tot it, it totally does. And a lot of times we, even, we don't even know it because we see, sometimes we meet a negative person and then we say, why are you so negative? And they don't know what we're talking about because that's how they view the world. And a lot of times it's because of the environment they grew up in. And a lot of people grow up in an environment with scarcity. Mm. Like, be careful, stop doing that. Who are you? to be able to achieve this. When you, when you keep hearing these things over and over again, you'll start believing in them. And the other hand, if we look at people that have succeeded, they have been around positive people. Mm. Maybe not their mom, their dad, but they've read a book somewhere. They've seen a video, they've watched a movie, And they've created this over and over again in their mind saying, I can do it. If that person can do it, it is possible. And you rewire your brain. And I mean, for I, I think a lot of times it's not fair to say what I do because I've been so lucky that mm. I've been an athlete for 12, 13 years going over and over being around champions, you know? And then I've read multiple books. I've done the podcast where I met hundreds of people. So I've been wired more and more to see positive things and not get annoyed by the small things. So it's a training, just like you're working, working out and going to the gym. This is the same thing. Instead of watching the news, watch a TED talk. I mean, instead of listening to that old friend that is not happy with their life, maybe go to a meetup and meet a new friend that is looking to go somewhere in life. If you're in the wrong uh, club for your sport and they say, no, you can never win anything. Maybe it's time if you can to change your trainer to someone that actually believes in you. And, and I have been lucky to constantly be around those people and not always in my city or where I am, but I, I found that through books, through YouTube clips. And I mean, in this day and age, we have everything. Mm -hmm. We just have to keep feeding our souls and mm -hmm. rewiring our brains. Yeah. Why do you think people get caught in that negative mindset of, it doesn't work for me, and they're so quick to... Yeah, I, I think that a lot of times they haven't, they look at people that are in their mind successful because As we all know, we're trying to redefine success with this show, so it's different for everybody. But they look, they look at people that are successful and say, yeah, but that guy had a rich mom, or that guy is tall, or that girl uh, is beautiful, is easy, or uh, 
she, she grew up in San Diego, that's why. And we, we always find the, all these reasons not to do the work. Mm. Don't question things that, all, that we know work. Mm-hmm. Put in the work, don't focus on the outcome, focus on the process mm-hmm. and see what happens. Right, you never know where the journey will lead you. It's yeah, just... I mean, if you, you probably like, you probably gonna know, like if you, if you model someone in a way, you, you gotta come close to what that person have achieved, right? Mm. But don't focus on that because if we always do things just for the end, end goal, mm. that's why we quit. Yeah, I want, everybody wants to uh, travel the world, but nobody wants to do the work because it is a lot of work. You have to save up money, you have to maybe quit your job, you have to, you have to get your relationship in line to order to do those things. So we say, yeah, it would be cool, but it's not for me. And it's all mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been talking about this in show after show. Like, as soon as I start to get close to something, I fail massively. And I, I like, why am I doing this? And you, like, you that are, if you're listening to this, you probably have the same thing. Like, oh, I should just quit. But as I've said many times before, it's just the universe asking you, how bad do you fucking want it? Do you want it or do you don't want it? It comes as failure, but it's actually a question. Mm. Are you going to keep going or are you going to do like 99% of other people? Do something else until you get to that same level and then quit again. Hmm. Um, that's what it is. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Split between two different yeah. thoughts with yeah, that one. Feel free to share if you if you if you ha- like your input on this because I know you're you're doing this uh, you, you're thinking about these things a lot as well. Yeah, I just wonder like um, so on one side you have this conversation with yourself where it's you reach a point and you're saying maybe I should quit. Is it when is it time to quit? Maybe you've been down a path for a certain amount of time and it's just not working out. Um, how, how do you know when you're quitting or you're admitting that you've given it your all yeah. and saying, you know what, gracefully, I need to exit this before I sp- invest too much time, energy, money, resources, or whatever, and it's never going to happen, right? Yeah. You know, there's some situations. So what, how do you define that as, you know, is that going into a negative mindset or is that being a realist with yourself? Uh, I mean... I think it's okay to quit if that's what you want. And I mean, if we look, if we look at life, ask yourself, when you want to quit, ask yourself, am I quitting because it's the easiest way? Or am I quitting because I believe this could lead me to a better path? I think that's the question. Be totally honest. Are you quitting just because it's the easiest way? Then maybe you should go, go again. Mm. But are you seeing a better path I don't believe that you should be. I used to be so locked into when I said something that I had to do it, mm-hmm. which was actually a negative because mm. I saw better opportunities, but I've already told myself, if I don't do this, I'm going to suck. Then I'm, I'm not a man of my world, a man of my word. And then I'm not a good person. And, you know, you start telling you all these negative things, which is not good for your mindset. Let me uh, switch topics a little bit and, and we'll go over to rejection. Yeah. So 
keeping, I guess, a positive mindset in the face of rejection? Or where, where do you, how do you navigate those waters? Yeah, I think, I think that's, it's really hard because we look at, like, I, I competed for many years and I didn't like losing because you put your heart and soul into something. Just like you as an entrepreneur, you want to be successful, right? Mm -hmm. And you don't like when you lose a deal or when you lose money. So it's quite interesting because you, for me, you can see the real winners of life, how they act in failure. Because mm -hmm. how do you carry yourself then? How do you talk to yourself when things are not going your way? Because mm -hmm. let's face it, anybody can, can be a champion and have a positive mindset. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take anything basically, because if you're a winner, if your life is fucking amazing, it's not that hard to have a positive mindset. Mm -hmm. But what we're really talking about having a positive mindset is how do you carry yourself when shit hits the fan, when life gives you lemons, right? Mm -hmm. Which we all get all the time. And for me, it's just about like, this is a journey, I believe, that things happen for a reason mm -hmm. and there's a lesson to be taught. So I try, I try to take a step back and don't be so hard on myself. Mm. Instead, I try to look at it as I would if I would coach someone else. Okay, what went wrong and how can we move forward and be better? Because there's going to be a lot of wins in life, right? Hopefully, a lot of small wins and in order to get to your goal or whatever you want to do, it's also going to be a lot of small losses, mm -hmm. a lot of small failures. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Don't overjudge or overdramatize. Because if we look, if we look at the pickup game, you know, for example, when, when in the in the days when we went out talking to girls and we saw those alpha males, they talked to a girl and the girl didn't like him and went to the next one. And the next one, without even thinking about it. And then we see guys that like maybe wait all night to just talk to one person. It doesn't go their way. Of course it doesn't because you've been like sizing it up and making it such a big deal. And then it doesn't go your way. And then you go home and no, this, this doesn't work. I, I'm not worthy of love. I'm not worthy. And we keep doing that. So don't take things so serious. Mm. You're going to fail a lot of times. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's nothing special, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting picking back, uh, kind of rewinding back to some of what we just talked about in terms of making decisions. Um, it just kind of dawned on me that uh, recently I've come to a, a crossroads, yeah. a similar position where um, I had been working uh, with a group of us on a, a particular project and we had customers and we were inching this product along and growing it. But then we lost our customers and it just seemed like it was going nowhere. The technology wasn't working. Yeah. And we had been working on it for so long at that point that it was hard to let it go. You have such an attachment to it. And the more time that we invested into it, the more I felt like I needed to see success from it. Yeah. And that letting it go would admit failure. Yeah. And admitting failure meant admitting that all that time, energy, money, you know, going out and promoting all that stuff, you know, I'm going to use the word wasted. Yeah. Although 
life coach like yourself could <laughs> say, like, I mean, you just said, look for the lessons in it, yeah. which I have to do, is very, very, very difficult to separate that. And I think continuing to hold on to it like it's your baby for so long because of that, your, your hopes for it. Yeah. I had such great hopes for it. And then one of our mutual friends, who I'm not going to name um, uh, out of respect for his privacy in the <laughs> professional life, also on the side builds projects. Yeah. And um, he had recently told me he had spent a lot of time building something himself. And I had asked him, oh, what's going on with that project you were building? And he said, I took it offline. And I couldn't believe it. You took it offline? But why not just leave it there? Maybe, you know, it doesn't really cost you anything to leave it there. And he said, no, I had to take it offline so I would stop thinking about it. I would stop stressing about it. Because it was just hanging around there. Even if I'm not working on it, it's a constant reminder to myself that it's a failure. And it just, it, that failure continues to live there next to me. Yeah. So when he told me he took it offline and it was like taking you know, weight off his shoulders. Yeah. Hearing his story like that allowed me then to approach my current crossroad predicament or, or viewing, you know, okay, it's time to let this thing go. Yeah. Finally, a new eye, it's so refreshing to be able to approach that and say, you know what? What I'm giving myself, my future self, is not having to stress about this anymore. Yeah. And to open myself and move on to CallCast, other apps, stuff like that, new opportunities. Yeah. Um, but allowing those things to linger around that you're hoping for success out of those things, but it's just not working out. Yeah, no, we just, we just recorded a podcast with Garen Jones and he, he, an amazing guy. And he just said that, like, there has to be a release. Mm. And I, I agree with that. Sometimes we got to let things go. Closure can be important. Closure can be important. And I, I mean, if you have a quote unquote failure, something doesn't go your way, it's okay to be angry. It's okay to cry. In fact, it's good if you do it because mm. otherwise maybe you're not invested. Mm. But it's not about that you don't mourn. It's about how long do you mourn. Mm. If we look at people that move on, they, they cry, they, they scream, they do whatever, but tomorrow they're back to work or mm -hmm. a week. And then we have those people that 10 years after are saying entrepreneurship wasn't for me because I did one project, put all this money and time and it didn't work out. Yeah, because you, you had the wrong strategy and you didn't, you didn't come back and, and created a new chapter in your life. So, that's my opinion. Mourn, be angry, be, be a bad loser, but don't be in for a long time. Mm. Good. I like that. I like that. So talk to me a little bit about setting yourself up for a positive day. Like how does a positive day happen? How do you structure that? So I believe that the most important thing to go out and do what you want is energy. Mm. So if you look at your yourself as a race car, you need fuel, you need fresh tires, you need, you need that race car to be in good shape, right? You need the engine to be great, you need all of the mechanisms to be great. And if we look at the, the human body, what can make you a race car? So for me, it's a couple of things. 
I like, first of all, being well-rested. Mm. Everybody is talking now about waking up at 5 a.m. or all of those things. It's great if you slept enough. Mm. And only you can answer what's enough. Mm -hmm. uh, it ranges from five to eight, nine hours. But find what makes you well-rested and full of energy. Mm. And when you're well-rested, what I personally do is that I work out, work out. I start my day with a workout because it gives me energy. Mm. Working out gets my blood going, my sweat going, it gives me a lot of energy, it makes me hungry, and it gives me that drive to go out in the world. I finish my workout with a short meditation just to start visualizing what I want to do today what's important to me. And then I do my gratitude practice. I read a little bit. I write down a couple of affirmations that I say and then write down. It's those kind of things that I do to have my day, my day start positive. Mm. And I mean, this is no secret. Most of the successful people do some type of this routine where you, you wake up, pretty early, so you go to bed pretty early, and then you take time for yourself, no cell, phone, no cell phone, no answering calls, you work out, you meditate, you write, you read, and then you get going. Mm. It's not, it's, it's like the book, Slight Edge, easy to do, easy not to do. Like all of this is out there, we don't have to invent it again, but the question is, it's the mindset that actually gonna answer, are you going to do it? Mm -hmm. And the only way that you're going to do it is that you put, if you put risk on the table. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I know if, you, if you're too comfortable in everything in your life, you're not going to do it. Mm. Why did I wake up early to work out when I wanted to be a champion? Because I wanted to be a champion. If I, if I would have been a champion five times, maybe I wouldn't have done that. Mm. Because it's not as... It's not that much at stake, you know? Mm. But when it's big risk, or when you take those risks, it's more intriguing for you to do those things. Right. What's the difference between get to and go to? Yeah, so I just wanted to kind of end with, end with that, like get to and got to, because we, a lot of us, we keep, telling ourselves, I got to do this. I got to be here. I got to go mm. to this job. No, stop, 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 stop. Just think about your life for a moment and realize you can create the life you want, even if you have kids, even if you're not rich, even if you're not living in the best place in the world, but you have to reframe your mindset. Mm. And Decide, what do I want to do? And then start telling yourself, I get to do this. Not I got to do this. Like, mm. I got to do this podcast with Adam tonight. No, I get to do it. Mm. This is actually fun. Mm. We're super tired, right? Mm -hmm. But it's actually fun. And if it could help a couple of people, I think it's worth it, mm -hmm. you know? So start reframing. Your, instead of, I got to do this. I get to do it. Mm. And even if it's something boring, let's say you have a tobacco shop and you have to stack magazines or like cigarettes. Yeah, that's something you 
got to. No, it's something you get to do in order to have revenue in your business, right? Mm. You get to send like a piece in if you're a writer and get rejected hundreds of times because it's all small steps in the direction you want to go. Mm. goes back to the bigger picture that you were talking about of seeing the bigger picture and how this is a puzzle piece. Yeah. That's a necessary puzzle piece. Without it, you yeah. know, you, you, you wouldn't be able to get the, the masterpiece. Yeah, the always visualize where you want to go, mm. but enjoy what you're doing right now as well. Mm -hmm. So because it's not going to change. I know, like, it's fun to become a world medalist. It's fun to do amazing things, but it doesn't change your life. It's the day-to-day -day activities that change your life. Mm. How, do you, how do you treat yourself and how do you treat others? others? Mm -hmm. That's what's changing your life. The results is just an effect of that. Love it. Yeah. Good. Yeah. What else do you want to leave people with uh, in terms of thinking about you know, cultivating this mindset of positivity and, and uh, a good kind of healthy mindset? Yeah, I mean... Before we end, I just want to say thank you to you mm. because uh, taking the time to do this on a Friday night means the world to me. And the reason I chose you is that you are great at this and I love having these conversations and I hope we're going to see your own podcast very mm -hmm. soon mm -hmm. uh, because I think you can, uh, you can do so many great things when it comes to this forum. Mm. And... Uh, to everybody that's been watching and listening to this, I just want to kind of end with your mind is everything you got. Mm. You know, that's everything you have. Mm -hmm. So please put some time to work on it, mm. to be loving to yourself and make those small steps. It's mm. not going to change overnight. Mm. It's going to take time. Because maybe you have been telling yourself all these negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. But start with one positive thing. Replace it. And listen to your inner voice. Mm -hmm. And besides that, I just want to say thank you. We love you. If you like what we do, visit our web website, ilovesuccess.co. Sign up so you can get more amazing conversations. And please share this conversation with someone that you think need a better mindset. Because... Mindset matters. Thank you and have a good day.